Action. DJ Khaled. T-Pain. Rick Ross. Ludacris. And Big Snoop Dogg. You are now listening to another episode of Steps and Dadies. But somebody's got to do it. Oh, yeah, you know it. Oh, it did hit him with the Macho Man. <laughs> it was a double ooh, yeah. Double ooh, yeah. That's what it's real when you get the double. You want to tell us what those people have in common? Oh, all they do is win, 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 no matter what. <laughs> hey, but last time I was on the college remix. I was sitting here like, what version. the hell do these people have in common? You didn't. You, you that is Snoop Dogg. And then when you said Ludacris and Snoop Dogg, I'm like, well, they didn't do a song together because there ain't no way in hell Ludacris and Snoop Dogg got a song. <laughs> that no, would be a probably, weird combo. Probably one of the biggest songs ever, as far yeah. as stadiums. And... <laughs> yeah, as, as far, far as, as Flow Rider, as far as Thomas in high school goes, you know, biggest one of the biggest songs ever. Like, here's <laughs> another one. A hey, big shout out Brian May, by the way, since we're still on it. You know, I wanted a big shout out. He put the right jersey on. Did y'all see the, the K-pop group came out in QPR Rangers jerseys in Dallas? Because they didn't know what they got the oh, wrong yeah. jerseys. They had to run and get some Rangers jerseys. They didn't know what they was doing. Did they light it up like dynamite? You know, light the fuse, bring the boom. <laughs> yeah, one time for that Rage Against the Machine speech. Yeah, man. Hey, one Beautiful. time for Tom, Tom Morello proving beyond the shadow of a doubt that he's black as fuck, because I don't know if I had heard Tom Morello talk too often. And then he opened his mouth, and you're like, no, he's black as fuck. So I thought that was Freedom yeah. Williams talking at first. I was like, CNC Music Factory? Tom, we always knew was black. I was very surprised about Zach. <laughs> and on that note, what up, though? It is your boy Chris, a.k.a. Playmaker. Oh! A.K.A. the Macho Man Play Savage. And this Rich, A.K.A. Rich, exclamation point. A.K.A. the Nature Boy, Red Stimson. And it's your boy Thomas, A.K.A. Stimpy, A.K.A. the Icon Stimp. That was a Shivani sting call, by the way, Chris. I don't know if you've gotten that far yet. Shout out to the Icon. Shout out to Tony Khan. Keep up the good work, sir. It's all right, man. These these <laughs> niggas is holding you to standards you shouldn't have to live up to. <laughs> they not holding no other wrestling promoter to these standards. They think literally the first wrestling promoter that's a good person. It's like I don't know if you know, there are certain job titles that like just cannot make you a good quality person. You yeah, know, like he gonna have to hire some scumbags. Get over it, people. Like this is like it's like a hedge fund manager. Is there a hedge fund manager out there that has not ruined people's lives? I don't think it's possible. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like it's just <laughs> out. <laughs> Shout out All to right. you if you got your life ruined. Man. All right, we got an opening survey coming up right now. In honor of Prodigy for Mob D, rest in peace. Speaking of, y'all see they got a cure for sickle cell. They're trying to get it approved, but they think they actually have a real cure for sickle cell now. This black doctor heard all day. Yeah, I read it on Yahoo. This black doctor like got went through the testing or whatever, and now it just has to get approved. But they think they cured it. Oh, that's what's up. I'm with it. 
One time for Prodigy and I quote. To the young black entrepreneurs, get rich, get money, get paper, get paid. Keep yourself laced and get your ones. Get your duns out the slums. To the young black entrepreneurs, get dollars, get cash. Straight up, don't give fuck, get your bucks and get big. Stash up your first billions and lift off the interest. To the young black entrepreneurs. Hope they listening out there right now, man. One time for Prodigy. Two times for the H.E.I.C. album. And three times for I throw a TV at you crazy. Four times for Cormega. Son, I'm on hey. a bitch. I eat chicken wings, chicken wings and french fries. And french fries. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we should do one of them tapes. Drop a gem on them. So- you know, Hell on Earth, that's a classic-ass tape. You got some really good, you know, Mob Deep tapes. No doubt. You ain't lying about that, man. I could talk about Mob Deep for a while, man. But we got other topics to address. Sure do. And I don't know if y'all know, but uh, right on Reggie's, one of Reggie's favorite things Trade carefully, in the whole world. Trade carefully. No, no, no. <laughs> one of Reggie's favorite things in the world, Marvel, is putting out another movie this weekend. Yes, it's the yes, Marvels. Yes. Yes. With Captain Marvel, Monica Rambeau, and Kamala Khan, you know. So I figured that's a, you know. I, honestly, I looked up Brie Larson's filmography, and I did not feel confident that y'all had seen five movies. So I decided instead we're going to do the top five. Well, yeah, because, like, I figured you had, Reg, but I was like, Chris <laughs> probably ain't seen Short Term 12 or The Room or fucking Scott Pilgrim or half of these movies. So how would he make a list, you know? I'm glad you know. <laughs> you ain't seen Scott Pilgrim? Chris is going to be like, oh, I, I looked at the trailer and that shit looked tight. So that's my ah! number four. That's what Chris is going to say. Oh, no. <laughs> so instead, we're just going to do uh, top five women-led ensemble movies. My main, uh, I guess, qualifier was just that there needed to be two women in, in the film, like as predominant characters. There can still be men in the movie because, sadly, we live in a sexist society. It's really hard to have a movie with no men in it. But they could not be like the main focus point or like the main character. So sorry, Avengers, you don't make it because Iron Man and Captain America are a little bit more important than Scarlet Witch and Black Widow. But with that being said, let's jump on into it. My number five ah. came out in the year of our Lord 2003. But because Harvey Weinstein's a cocksucker, it also came out in 2004. And uh, it's one movie, but he made them make it two movies. So my number five. Can I interest you in a little Uma Thurman, a little Lucy Liu, a little Vivica oh, A. Fox? Oh, is okay. that an ensemble? I didn't, yes, call, I, didn't, ensemble. I, didn't, I didn't consider that, but okay, yeah, I didn't good stuff. Them. All right, all right. Well, I mean, like, if, if I was to list like the four I would or five... list Uma Thurman as the clear star. Like when I think oh, ensemble, but... I think there ain't no clear star. Oh, I, I went with more like, if I was to list like the five uh, like top actors in the film, they'd all be women. It'd be Uma, you know... Uh, Daryl Hannah, Lucy Liu. Yeah, all of them I would think of first yeah, before I thought of. The man. David Carradine's in like five minutes of that entire film. The man both that the movie together. is based upon. Okay, but he's not. When do you see? You don't see him even one time in the first movie. In the second movie, he yeah, has you one do. You scene. You see him at the wedding. You don't see his face. You hear his voice. You do not see Bill ever. Until I need to go back and saying. watch that series again. Especially one, two. It was like, ugh. And also, big shout out. It's been enough time. Bernita Green's child would be old enough let's make a kill bill volume three where she's coming back to kill uma thurman for killing her mama that'd be a great a great option i would reg what you got at five my number five from 1995 Uh uh-oh 
some women I know you might love, such as Angela Bassett. Okay, too. Be <laughs> All right, Chris, what you got at five? Number five. A movie I got dragged to to the movies to see as a youth deal. And you show is ugly. Oh, two B announced. I've been caught that before. <laughs> I'm glad he got Five. the reference. I was going to say, he better not have that on there. He don't get the reference. No, I know who's ugly. My number four is from last year. It won Best Picture. It's fucking great. And you got Michelle Yeoh and Stephanie Sue. In it, I'm talking about everything Damn, already everywhere, top five. all at once. This movie's fucking great, and technically, I saw this movie Love a year movie. before it came out. So, you know, I saw this. Y'all remember, I saw this movie way earlier too. So, I've been sitting on this movie for like two years, two and a half years. So Shout out to the husband me. currently killing it in Loki season two. Oh my god, yes, absolutely, Data. So called Loki. Loki. Loki season oh, two. Okay, I bet you said monkey. I was like, damn. But Shout anyway, yeah, no. Luffy. Everything, everywhere, all at once is so great. It couldn't be higher because, like y'all said, it just came out. So I had to put it where I couldn't be higher. But it's it's a great movie. I'm going to watch it a lot. So what you got, Reg? 1992. To be announced. Don't kid yourself. <laughs> Chris, go ahead. What you got? God damn. Can I say a movie? <laughs> 1992. To be announced. Now, my number three to move forward. I don't think my brothers have seen, but I can't recommend this movie highly <laughs> enough. It's a Spanish movie from España. came out in 2019. It is called Portrait of a Lady on Fire. This movie is so fucking good. I definitely like, saw that movie. <laughs> you have no idea. Like, I remember both Chris get... telling me about that. <laughs> this movie is so good. Uh, it's about a woman in Spain who's an artist, and she gets hired by... Right up by Ali. Yeah, rich person to paint a portrait. You know, back in the day when you had to paint pictures of people to send them off so they could decide if they want to marry somebody or not, blah, 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 like that. So she has to paint a, like a marriage proposal portrait of this girl. I know. Another but then they end up falling in love. Oh. It's so fucking good. Like, I can't recommend I, I think it's uh, Pablo Almodovar that directed it. I cannot. You don't see, Goldie. You don't even know about it. <laughs> this movie got nominated for Best International Feature at the Oscars. <laughs> It's truly great. Ignore my and ignorant the brothers. With the body too. Ignore my brother who has no concept of what it's he's really talking about. <laughs> but this movie is uh, is truly it's phenomenal. It's one of the most positive uh, like queer lesbian movies that I've seen ever in my life. It does not exploit or manipulate any of those things. It doesn't use the queerness for uh, as a gimmick I'm to get an effect seen or anything these like terrible that. lesbian movies. They out here shitting on lesbians and movies. Well, there are movies that use like um, in my opinion, people think like Blue is the warmest color is a great lesbian and queer movie. But oh, I, feel I like, never watched that one. I feel like it's a little exploitative because there's a lot of sex and nudity and stuff that they're just trying to, you know, tantalize people with. Get people's tithers up. Yeah, whereas Portrait of a Lady on Fire to me is more an actually good movie that just deals with the characters and isn't really caught up in sexuality or things of that nature. But I really recommend it. I think it's one of those movies you think in your head it's not for you, and the second it starts, you're going to be so sucked in that you can't turn it off. You're going to be like just really interested in how great this movie is. So, Reg, what you got at three? Maybe you can speak on something. Finally. At number three, I, I bet y'all let me speak on this because I don't think y'all like it. 2006. Yeah, I it's an honorable mention, I believe. <laughs> Hold on. 2006. 
Yeah, you don't know about Jimmy? Does it count as a musical? It's a musical, (laughs) a thousand percent. Shout out to my favorite musical. The one and only Dream Girls. We are Dream Girls. Beyonce. I didn't write down the lady's name, so I'm just no Beyonce Jennifer Hudson, but the other lady was very good, too. The other one's, uh, she's a huge Broadway star who actually did the uh, Dream Girls play on Broadway. Yeah, I, I wish I could remember her name, too, but she's phenomenal. And, and yeah, I agree. It's an honorable mention for me because it's really great, like you say. And I, it's a full woman-led movie. I, I agree Jamie Foxx and Eddie Murphy are in it, but they're not the main characters, obviously. It's focused on Beyonce and Jennifer and all them. But yeah, I, I kind of like some other ones a little bit more, but that movie is great. And I'm trying to remember, what's, uh, no, Jamie Foxx or what's uh, Eddie Murphy's song that he sings, that Jimmy sings? Jimmy got so. Know. My favorite was uh the one where he was trying to do that was like save the world. Forgot what that song was like, but oh man, I love that song. Patience, patience. That's what it was. I got the me gonna a be Cadillac. Five horsemen in that movie. What you got, Chris? Number three, Trace. Trace. 2004. Ah. And a homie stole the DVD from me, and I'm still mad at him to this day. Return my DVD. Anyways, you get the beginnings. Well, I can't remember her real name now, but Regina George, if I remember right, is a character in the movie. But what's up for me, girls, coming in at number three? Honorable That's mention. Also an honorable for me. Absolutely. Did you all see that they did the, the Walmart? They did an ad with all the girls coming back. Except I haven't Rachel seen McAdams. it. I heard about it. Oh, I yeah, I've seen that. It it's it's great because everybody in the comments just like, oh, I guess Rachel got too big. They were like, she didn't need the money. They were like, she's good. She said, no, thank you. I'm good. <laughs> and who would have thought watching that that Rachel was the one that wouldn't need the money? Right? right? <laughs> like... <laughs> well, she did it big. Shout out to her. Shout out to Lindsay. Shout out to Tim Meadows in the movie. Tina Fey in the yeah, I Tina will keep Faye you here so all night if I have to. You can only keep them until five. I will keep you until five o'clock if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Meadows is great in everything. <laughs> but yeah, that movie is hilarious. You know, everything might be pushing it, but I'm with you. Everything and is just you. this movie and uh, <laughs> what's and the, 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 the pimp, the ladies man. That's it. We covered. What else? Oh no, come on. He's he's in uh. Oh, Dewey. Dewey Cox, you know. Oh, you don't want no parts in this dude. (laughs) (laughs) He stole that movie. (laughs) So many things. He's just so great. Uh, I saw him in something I watched a couple days ago. Oh, he's in, um, I wasn't totally killed. He's in something, and I was just like, Tim Meadows, every time you show up, it's just the most wonderful surprise, which is out of nowhere. And shout out Amy Poehler, who's also in there as Regina's mom. doing Like, that movie's hilarious. Uh, but my number two, we can all talk about it because I already to be announced, y'all. From the 1992, starring Gina Davis, Lori Petty, Madonna, Rosie O'Donnell. Uh, you know Tom Hanks. No crying in baseball. But there is no crying in baseball. Just winning. You know I'm talking about a league of their own. This movie. You know my mom is Cynthia Stimson, so I've watched this movie a million times, and it's fucking <laughs> great. It's a good thing that this movie is good. My playground. <laughs> Because it's movie is a masterpiece. It's so good, like everything about it. You know, just from when they all the, all the girls go to the tryouts and meet up, 
And Rosie and Madonna are like, yeah, you know, not, some of y'all girls aren't finna make it. And then Gina throws that rocket. So, okay, I mean, some of these girls ain't finna make it. Like, what? It's just, it's so funny. It's got drama. It's got everything you want. The actual baseball is intense and believable and done well. Like, yeah, I really, I thoroughly enjoy it. And only surpassed by one movie, but we'll get to that in a second. So, Reg, what you got at number two? My number two, 1996. Okay, I think we're on the same wavelength. Shout out to Tupac. We got Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> <laughs> we got Queen Latifah. Will we Smith, got... that's not your wife. Vivica is not and in And the other one. Vivica is in this movie, ain't she? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, hold on, I got my movies mixed up, don't it's I? It's <laughs> Vivica and the other one who Elise I don't remember. Neal. Oh, don't oh, no, it's not Elise Neal. Kimberly Elise. Kimberly Elise. Look, I, I was a child. I don't know what she's from. She's just the other one. No. The, the one that cries and whines. The oh, other one right. has she a name. Put some respect on it. Like you did you know? the Spanish artist. Hey, Put some respect look. on it. <laughs> First off, big shout out then, because what did you say, Kimberly Elise? You are one of the absolute best criers in film from the movie we're about to talk about, John Q. You have great cry face on film. Like, I want to oh, yeah. give you credit for that. Excellent cry. You believe she said. Shout out to Set It Off, man. That movie, not only do you get a great heist, but then you get all that great emotion and all that deceitfulness. And my favorite part about a heist movie is when you got a Wayne grow, like somebody that's just, I got to get it on. <laughs> got to get it on. And for it to be Queen Latifah is just hilarious. But it's wild to me because, like, when, I, when you watch the movie and stuff, like, even as a kid, it's you watch it. Everybody's like, "Oh, Queen Latifah is the dangerous one." This I'm like, "No, Vivica is the one that's absolutely the dangerous one. She's the one that loses her damn mind and like okay. eggs Queen Latifah on." It's like, "No, we finna get it. We gotta do this. We we got time to wait." We finna, I'm like, "Girl, he was ready now, to die." Now Vivica was ready you, to die. <laughs> Vivica was like at the beginning, like, "No, we in this. Like, we all together." But then she wants to cut out old girl because she's a little, you know, scared about murdering people and robbing banks and stuff. And it's like. Bitch, we doing this for your kids. What you talking about? You don't want to get with it now. Like, no, nah, that's not how it's about. If you want out, you ain't getting none of this money. And then sure enough, you know, Jada's got to be like, whoa, humanity. We started doing this for well, the kids. Never forget, the, like, never forget the scenes from the doctor from Scrubs and Dr. Dre. I just love the fact that, like, she got fired because it was a dude from wow. her neighborhood that robbed the bank. Like, come on now. <laughs> and shout and out to Mama's track. homie. What, what's his name uh, that was dating Jada Pinkett in the movie? Blair oh, Underwood. Underwood. Blair Underwood, yeah. Blair the Underwood. Doc. Shout yeah. out to the soundtrack, too. What's it gonna do? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That was, that was your number two as well, Chris? Yes, it was. All right, so my number one, I don't think y'all are going to have on your list. And I want you to know, it is purely due to the fact that this movie is truly terrifying. It has nothing to do with the quality of the movie. I think if it's not a scary-ass movie, y'all would watch it and be truly blown away by it. But if I interest you in Jennifer Jason Lee. Natalie Portman, Gina Rodriguez, Tessa Thompson. Oh my God, I tried to watch the, that movie, Thomas. I made it to the bear. Oh, the bear is the scariest thing in the fucking world. Like, just I had to, to clear, turn it off. I had to turn it off. Absolutely nothing. I was in the theater. I was in the theater and thought the crocodile was bad enough. And then this fucking bear shows up. And I was like, I've never seen a more terrifying, scary thing ever in my life. That bear screaming human. What voice. is this movie? It's, oh my God. It's Annihilation. It is. So fucking good. Alice Garland, if you like Ex Machina, this is his next movie. It's so... I, That's I why my dumb ass started it. watching it. I want I you to like watch Ex it. Machina. Oh, but look, Reggie, 
what you saw was fucking amazing, wasn't it? It's yeah, just but that... I couldn't watch no more of that <laughs> shit. <laughs> Basically, Chris, the premise is uh, there's this like spot, this like lighthouse that something crash landed on and has created like this alternate reality called the Shimmer, and it's slowly expanding outward. And so they sent in a military team and they all disappeared. But then Natalie Portman's husband, Oscar Isaac, shows up at her house randomly. And he was one of the ones that went in. So now she's trying to go inside to figure out what's going on and everything. So she and they all sent the dudes in and that shit didn't work. So they sent a whole group of ladies in to see how if they'll be any better. Now I'm not going to spoil what happens like once they get into the shimmer and everything. But let's just say it's like you couldn't dream up something scarier. (laughs) Don't spoil it. It's so good. It's so good. You know, and it's scary like Reginald Tolly. It's not scary like a jump scare, like, oh, ha, I'm a horror movie scary. It's scary like, no, this is genuinely, truly terrifying. Yeah, like, I need that out of my brain. (laughs) 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 All right, though, Reg, but you got a number one. My number one (laughs) from the year I was born, 1985. I've been called that before. But you know who else has been called that before? Whoopi Goldberg and Oprah Winfrey. And I should have wrote down the names of actresses from this movie. <laughs> Ray shout Tom. out to The Color Purple. And you talk about a women-led movie that I've seen a thousand times in my life. You told yeah. Harpo to beat on me? Okay. The performances is great. The story is great. The history of it is great. I mean, The only bad part is that Spielberg made it, but he did a good job. He did his best. Oh, man. No promise he did it. <laughs> Could you imagine, though, like Spike Lee would have done this you shit You can't so let different. a black dude make a black woman. Goddamn, Steven, but good job, though. Sing- John Singleton could have done it. He was with the person who wrote the book, right? That's all that matters. It's a host of niggas that could have I know, but it's just like it's, you know, it's 1980s, so a black man can't. A, a story well, sure can only be told by a white man. Today, is he? Especially with the budget they needed, they needed but somebody. Spielberg's like not Spielberg. doing a new one, right? Like, could you hold on? But this no. is Reggie does have a valid point because I want you to imagine. Okay, let's just pretend that John Singleton or I'm trying to think of like, like yeah, John Singleton or Spike Lee directed Schindler's. Okay with that? Do you think the Jewish community might have a problem <laughs> if that was the case? Like, that's all Reggie's pointing out. It's not that Steven Spielberg's not a great director. It's just like, hey. That's not necessarily. They're not letting the Spike opposite. Lee do Somebody as list. big as him with, with the budget and everything he did, man. He could have been like, nah, man. But he was like, I'll do it. Or he stepped up. So let him do it. Well, it was the number one book in America. And all them, and all them black people didn't say no. Like, I don't want to do this because he's white. Nah, <laughs> I mean, look at it. That didn't exist up. there, but it exists yeah. now. Look yeah. at the Killers of the Flower Moon. You I'm know? sure a white man made That's roots. what I'm saying. That was a great movie by Martin Scorsese. I ain't over here like, oh, man. It absolutely was a great movie. But then when people are bitching because the people from the Osage tribe are just saying like, oh, yeah, it's a really good movie. It just focuses a little too much on the white man. It doesn't really focus on the Osage. And they're like, how dare you? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude, they're not saying the movie's not good. They're saying Martin Scorsese focused a little too much on the white people when telling the story. Yeah, but he focused on the plight and the downfall yeah. of them. Look at Chris doing the same thing. Exactly. Let the now, people speak. Chris, they got a got problem with one? all the white people. Let them say. <laughs> oh no, nah, man! Shoot, nah, I ain't tripping, man. 
The movie is truly great, though. Go see Killers if you haven't seen it yet. It's it's fucking good. I know Reg is a child, so you know that might be an HBO Max. Hey, Doctor Umar but... says go see it, and you should go see it. Let somebody come over here and watch it when it's time to go see the Marvels, though. Oh. <laughs> Reg still trying to scheme a way to go see it. I already hear it in his voice. Never forget uh, Collision man. on Saturday. After I didn't see fucking uh. <laughs> Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer, man, I gave up all hope in life, man. We talking about my favorite director got a movie out and I can't get out this motherfucking house. <laughs> that is life, you know. That's what people say when you have a child. Let the record Chris. reflect he's saying this in the basement, not upstairs. Number one! <laughs> and, and saying it low. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, speaking of. Eleven years I sacrificed. Okay, and you could leave me at a drop of a Come on, man. <laughs> Whitney Houston, Angela Bassett, Loretta Devine. Did we already do best soundtracks ever? <laughs> this the best soundtrack ever. Wait to excel, number one. Shout out to waiting to excel, man. How many times I've seen that movie it had to be number one? That's probably like the most watched female woman ensemble cast I probably watched. Uh, all the down movies. on Faison. Yeah, down on Faison. Bunk. Allstate Man. Dennis Haysburg. Come on. Come on, man. We in the game, man. Gregory Hines. McKelty Williams. There's nothing better than love. What yeah, that movie is but Leon. Yeah. Shout out to podcast favorite Leon. Oh, and your favorite villain of all black movies, Michael Beach. Okay. <laughs> Michael Beach is a villain in uh, Soul Food, too, ain't he? Yeah. And some I saw the same way. Some I think is a villain on, was he on ER? <laughs> The only villain on ER is the one-armed racist doctor. What are you talking about? Like that's the only true villain on ER. The lady with the glasses? The dude, no, the racist white devolved doctor who lost his arm and then had to got killed by that helicopter that like crashed over him and stuff. You know what I'm talking about. Bulldog? I'll have to look up the character's name or the actor. Not the lead character. No, no, no. It's like uh he was like the dickheaded doc that everybody hated. Dice man? I watched it as a child, so I'm not uh, familiar with everybody. You make it up, days. He watched no ER. ER. <laughs> no, but I, mentions, I know the nigga from Top Gun is on ER. It's not Goose. No, no, no. I would George know Clooney was on ER. It is. Let, give me one second to look. Because he was on a lot of episodes, so he should be. Eric LaSalle was on ER. Yeah. You know. While we're sitting here, though, my yeah, honorable mentions. Another token. They brought in Makai Fife. I got uh, Ocean's 8, Dream Girls, Clueless, Mean Girls, and Chicago. Another oh, Queen Latifah. Uh, oh. Yes. I enjoy that uh, quite a bit. So that's what I, that was mine. What do you got, Reg? I got Mean Girls, Clueless, and Joy Luck Club. Oh, Today's top five here. favorite movies. Oh. Robert Romano. Is the doctor that's the dickhead that gets crushed by? Yeah, because I never seen Ocean's Eight, and I was trying—I wasn't counting movies where I thought I. Yeah, that's what I was Star saying. Was. I haven't. I I think I might have watched a piece of Ocean's Eight, but I don't think I watched the whole joint. I did it because Ocean's Eight was on Max, so I watched it. Um, 
like a week or two ago. It comes on TNT a lot too. But if I counted Kill Bill, would have been number one. <laughs> All right, and my honorable mentions, I got Bombshell. Okay, Tay like that movie. Yeah, I got that. I got Bridesmaids. I got Sister Act. It was Act. a gross for me, Sister Act. I got Bring It On. Oh, it's been broaden. <laughs> it was it was written down. And Dream Girls. Oh, I can't forget about the classic though. I forgot because I had to bump that down. Nine to five. Nine to five. Talking about. That just makes me laugh though, because yeah, I haven't I couldn't do it, but uh yeah, Paul McCrane played Robert Romano for 126 episodes on ER. And he was dickhead. That must have been when got a goatee, bald head, dickhead. I'm trying to think of something else. He's in Barry now. Uh, I think of Anthony Edwards, your boy Goose. I think of Julian Margulies. I think Eric Anthony uh, Have you seen, y'all watched 24? Did you watch that show? Yes. He, this dude played Graham point. played Graham Bauer, so I guess that's Jack's brother or dad or something. Kiefer Sutherland's brother in the show or something like that. Oh, no. So Jack Bauer is the main actor. I caught in the game late on 24. I got you. Speaking got of 24. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Oh, goodness, guys, change the page, flip it on over, because I don't know if you know this, but Chris has a, a genre of television that he notoriously watches constantly. And uh, Yeah, I'm very curious about, I'm more curious about Chris's list than my own. My list is like the most basic and obvious of really? list you can possibly think of, but Chris... Yeah, because be like, I feel like Chris going to know some people we don't know. Exactly, exactly. Chris should have a better, more well-rounded list, but... Wanted to do uh, top five real TV chefs, you know? I didn't even realize there were enough fake TV chefs. What did you mean, just to clarify, when you brought that up, Brad? She was a fake TV chef. Like, Chef Boyardee? Who, like, what like, do you mean? Uh, the Swedish chef? Is that his name on the Muppets? Okay. Or, like, the bear? Like, or I was going like... to have to look up, like, TV shows, like, was who was the chef? Who played a chef on the TV show? You know what I mean? Monica from Friends. She was a chef. You know? I remember that. <laughs> Monica. <laughs> yep. Y'all watch the blackening yet? No. Nah. And I didn't oh, watch friends. I got things to do in my life. <laughs> I ain't never it's watched hilarious. that or friends. And then there's the blackening is hilarious and very enjoyable. All right. Number I'm five. Y'all like the blackening. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious as shit. There is not even a moment of scare in that movie. Number five, Chris. Number five. Known from New Orleans, was probably an original Food Network TV star. Oh, I don't have him. And he's known to say "bam" when he does something good. What time for Emerald Lagasse coming in at number five? Okay. Honorable mention. Honorable mention. He doesn't look do up any TV shows today, but if you go look him up, kids, you'll definitely be entertained watching this show. Here's the wildest thing. Cause I, me and Kel were talking about Emerald, and we looked it up because we were like, where did Emerald go? See, there was a scandal. What happened? And there was no scandal. It's just like at some point, America just decided, oh, we don't watch Emerald anymore. We've moved on. Like, yeah. And this show is just plummeted. Some shows from time to time. Like, I think I've seen him on Top Chef or MasterChef or some okay. shows like that from time to time. But, as but far he used as to have his own shows. Know, like, yeah, everyday TV show? Nah, not anymore. No. 
I think I see him selling more of his uh products, like some of those ovens and stuff he be selling and mm-hmm. kitchenware and stuff. He got spices in the Dylans. My number four is number I'm sorry, four, four. Number my number five. five. <laughs> my number five. I just in my head I was thinking about something else. You skipping your number five. Again. <laughs> After you did Reggie Bad last one, now you now you okay. doing your bad. My number five is like all my guys are really well known, so it's possible he's further up on yours. Uh, my dude likes to travel a lot, has a show that used to have a show where he goes around to a lot of places. Maybe they weren't very well known. And uh, is he the late great? Late great. Yeah, Don't know if he's on your list. Honorable so, mention. Okay. Well, I put Anthony Bourdain because this man was just no the way he talked. Reservation. Exactly. He talked and stuff. I loved always, him, but I didn't in. love the food that he ate. Agreed. That's why he's five. You know, like, <laughs> we talked because he, he went out so, his way to eat some weird. The shit, reason man. why I didn't put him on my show is or my list is because I didn't really see him. He was traveling, eating all that, but I never see him actually cook. So that's why I didn't really like. Sometimes I mean that's oh fair. yeah, he had a cooking show too. Yeah, I never he saw was, him. He wasn't cooking nothing fun. Yeah, he was. It was one. You know, he had the thirty minute show where he was like, yeah. let's cook. Yeah, uh, grasshoppers. Yeah, like who the fuck that. is about to do this? Yeah, I've never seen his cooking show. I just only seen his traveling show. Yeah, but uh, Reg, what you got? Five. My number five is one of the chefs that's often a judge on Chopped. Ooh, from Ethiopia. Oh, okay, okay. Marcus by, by the way, in Harlem now. Okay. Oh, is he in Harlem now? Because <laughs> he got swag. I was like, oh, I this think his restaurant's in Harlem. Yeah, you know, he's cool. yeah, I'll yeah. be honest. I, I always respect his opinion because he don't like sugarcoat shit. Like he'll just be like, "Yeah, man, I like it," and they'll be like, well, "We think it's too spicy." He's like, "Well, I guess I like spicy stuff." <laughs> <laughs> like he don't just agree because the other judges say so. I like him. I like. I the problem is I couldn't include any chopped chef judges because then my list would have been all five chopped chef judges. <laughs> Cause I, you know, he's, cool on, he's cool on um he'll be the, on uh he'll be on triple G sometimes. Be cool I like the there. bald dude, the bald Italian guy who uh like Reg says he'll just tell people people be like, Oh, this was gross or whatever. He's like, What? Give it to me. I'm gonna eat yours then if you don't like it. Stop talking. And I'll be like, That's my dude right there. But uh, they're all great though. So they don't play. Some of them be like, Hey, what's up, dude? So um this is real this tastes really great. You know, the only problem is I don't fucking taste the goddamn ingredients that we put in the <laughs> they're all so serious. <laughs> But Chris, what you got for? Number four. You want to talk about a legend in the game. Watched her at college. Watched her as an adult. Even bought her sheets. And now she's kicking it with Snoop Dogg. And it's a good thing. Martha Stewart coming in at number four. How's the Martha? I think of Martha Morris home. Now, because you know, but I do agree she is there. Yeah, she when, did cook. You know, when you said uh you watched her when you were young and old and stuff, I was like, does she say nigga a lot? Although I will I will confess that I nigga watch was gonna say get past the racism. <laughs> yeah, if you just get past the racism, the food's real good. Hey, <laughs> hey, and I heard her restaurant is good in Branson. <laughs> oh no, see, he tried to get past the racism. I didn't try it though, man. I didn't go in there and try it, but I, I, at one point I thought about it. I was like, man. You I was to nervous too, Tom. As soon as he said I used to watch it when I was young, I was like, oh no. 
Nah, nah. <laughs> and when I say that is because I remember at K State, she had that show used to come on every day, and I used to watch that bug. And like Thomas say, it would be half home stuff, but then she'd be in the kitchen cooking up something too, and it's a good thing. And I'm like, yeah, it is, Martha. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Martha reminds me. She Martha now after the prison stint, it's kind of like uh, parade granny. She out here just chilling with the homies, just like, what's good? Hey, I got this pen. Everyone's like, oh, shit. Like, I know it is. It is like to quote, unquote, let your hair down. It's like, that's what she did. Like, oh, effort. Now I went to prison. Now I, just, hey, I went to y'all prison. Get the I real Martha to, now. I don't have to put up no airs or I'm nothing. I'm getting the real Martha on TV now because <laughs> okay. I'm sure she was like that off camera, but you get that on camera now. Hey, she quoted Popeye. Exactly. I am what I am. <laughs> I did my time. No telling. Now I'm out here having fun. My number four has fun by absolutely destroying people, making them cry, making them feel bad. But he has the most beautiful piercing Dude, blue eyes. Hold on, hold on. Beautiful piercing blue eyes you ever saw in your life. He, there's two people that fall in this category, so I want to let you know. I, want, I don't know if it's you. I have one right? way, but let me find out. He's got the beautiful gray hair, just pulling it off like you wouldn't believe, making British people cry every day. Uh. He's sitting there. I'm sorry. He's the bread man. Makes the best ciabatta you ever saw in your life. Oh no, uh, I don't have this guy. I, I have the his bread name man. Is, well, he—that's his main thing. But he's on the British Baking Show. The British Bake Off. I never watched Paul it. Hollywood. Coming oh, I heard about four. Paul Hollywood. Paul Hollywood. I, yeah, I thought everybody said that show was nice. He'd be mean to people. Oh he, no, it's he's nice, but he's still he'll rip you down in a polite way. Like that's how it is. Like he'll I just think be I like, watched it like one time, but I don't think I got too deep. He's so great because he'll sit there and he'll be like, he'll try something or whatever, and he'll be, oh, see, so you know, here the problem with this is this is completely raw and unedible, and you almost murdered me with this tr- disgusting food that you. And you'll be like, whoa, he's British, he's rude, not, though, right? Because this, yes, is exactly, rude. yeah, it's he's British mean, like, and he that, makes these people just, cry. Like, you know, oh, I got somebody, I got somebody that's British and mean oh, coming up man, to me. To be announced, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like this dude is polite make you cry not i'm gonna scream in your face make you cry <laughs> like, like paul hollywood i've never seen raise his voice he just will tear you down in a like a casual everyday conversational paul tone. Hollywood. and i mean like that's a great name too paul hollywood you can't be mad at it uh but yeah reg what you got at number four <laughs> on number four he might not be one of the most famous chefs ever but he's definitely had maybe the most shows He's been on the Food Network forever. A thousand different shows. Okay. He might be to be announced. Yeah, he might be to be announced. (laughs) He wears glasses. Do you have to beat him? He wears glasses. Nah, you don't have to beat him. He has the glasses. Does he have his He wears glasses. He uh, he's goofy. Is he uh, flame? Does he like flames? Does he like does he enjoy a fire or two? I don't know. This man hosted Good Eats. Oh, Unwrapped, no, okay, cutthroat no, kitchen, Iron mention. Chef America. Yeah, oh, yeah. to Alden Brand. Okay, Alden Brown. <laughs> okay, yeah, I my mention. god, man, I, I love Good Eats, and I used to love Unwrapped. Like them was my Food Network shows back when I used to watch this shit. Like to go to sleep, and uh, I hate they got rid of Iron Chef America. Iron Chef's top tier. I remember watching the real Iron Chef, like the actual Japanese joint. That was crazy. That, yeah, when nobody ever beat them when motherfuckers, they had the it was great. Yeah. Oh, my, I loved it. I when loved it. Subtitles, not subtitles, but uh, yeah, dubbed. 
dubs. And I, yeah, I'm telling you, I used to catch, and I catch those every once in a while. And I'd be like, why do y'all watch that? That's people's parents they who would be the ones watching. Why do y'all watch this? And they're like, oh, it's great because nobody's ever beat them. Like these actual Iron Chefs right here are so much better than everybody else. They're like, it doesn't matter. Like, it's just so great to watch them like really win and then lose. <laughs> But Chris, what you got? Three. Number three. Two words. It's raw. Do be now. My number three has been known to make a person have to beat him. To be announced. All right, then, Reg, what you got? Three. My number three is a married cup. Oh, no. Oh. They're not married no more, though, are they? It's the same I couple. I don't know. I don't think they're married anymore. They was married when I watched them. <laughs> and I went down home with them. They are not together anymore. I'm talking about Pat and Gina <laughs> Neely. <laughs> Me and Tay used to watch this show every episode. Uh, you could tell they was going to break up watching that show. <laughs> I You watched that show, and she was getting on his nerves so fucking much. This nigga was rolling his eyes on camera. Imagine what he was doing off camera. <laughs> what a fun time. I ain't had seen all. nothing in a long time. Either. But at the same time, they making some good-ass barbecue, some good-ass cooking. The desserts was where it was. Putting shit up on game, you know what I mean? Before them, I was still shaking my fried chicken in a That was paper a good bag. show, but I used to worry, like, they never, like the kids never wanted to be up. <laughs> nah, man. Would you? I mean, Down think about it. I, I was like, if they were like, "Hey, we're gonna do a TV show. You trying to be on this?" I'd have been like, at first, you'd be like, "Yeah," then you think about it, and you'd be like, "No, absolutely not." It Y'all was entertaining, though. Show. I will give them that. They entertained me. That was for sure. I love that show. Well, speaking of entertaining, you bring it back. The, we're definitely in the yeah. Make even though they're divorced, bring them back. Let's <laughs> just have it go. Nah, they can't do like what was the couple on HGTV that they divorced, but they still did the show. They still had yeah. their show on. I forgot what name of that show was. Tarkin, uh, yeah. what was that Christina, show? Christina, was that her name? Yeah, I forgot yeah. the name of their show, but they still kept they the kept show. The show. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, homie, we trying we to We ain't messing up this bread, even though we ain't together. Then this nigga married her doppelganger. Correct. <laughs> Chris, what you got at number two? Number two, he's pretty much the god now, right? He's a what do you call it? The gym dance of the food network, pretty much. I got to know him from Throwdown, which is one of my favorite shows back in the day. But now, yes, you do have to beat him. <laughs> okay, nobody else have him there. What time for Bobby well, yeah, Clay coming in at number honorable two? mention? Honorable mention. Like Chris says, Bobby Flay is the Godfather. But he said, "You two be announced me." So how am I? Gonna... <laughs> I was like, I was waiting on Reggie to see if he was on Reggie's list. Yeah, yeah. Bobby Flay is pretty much the, the man now of the Food Network. Pretty much that dude gets any show, whatever he wants, he gets green lit. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about the Triple Threat show, but I'm definitely down for beat Bobby Flay. I definitely was down with the Food Network star. I was about to say I disagree because I got. And number two, Bobby's. I think, is the, the number one on the network. My question, though, because Chris, maybe you remember which show was it? Where? Uh, well, I didn't say he's not. I said I, I said more like the Jim Nance, like he's the senior person. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. 
did was uh Bobby Flay on Iron Chef America? I think that's yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they rotated that. Mm-hmm. But my no, number he was two was actually one Iron Chefs on that show. Yeah, that's why. My... Didn't they used to have different ones on different episodes? Yeah, yeah. My number two is probably Reggie's number two. I'm gonna assume. He is he taking is... us to Flavor Town? Flavor Town, baby! Oh, Boom. Man. All right, then, Chris, it's time. Let's talk about it. You ready to go there? Let's let's take a trip. My number two takes me to Flavortown. I don't know about you. Yeah. Well, my, uh, my is your number one take takes us to Flavortown? <laughs> okay. Exactly. To this day. Okay. Words about being wilder. Okay. I watch Triple D. I watch Triple G. And sometimes I watch the Tournament of the Champions. And I watch the other stuff. And I can't wait to watch this. This nigga's on hella shows. Show. <laughs> and when I watched Next Food Network star, he was the host. So is Bobby the host now? They don't do that show no more. Oh, okay. He he kind of has his own show like that now. He, the last show that I watched, he was doing that for his own company. Yeah, man. Shout out to but the one guy. time for Guy Fieri. And it's Fieri, not Fieri. Triple D is an all-time show. Not even just an all-time food show. That's an all-time like. And that's and that's I'm the just chilling. Why, it ain't shit on TV. Because like oh, literally, no. worse if there's nothing on TV before I go to sleep. Food Network, Triple D. Okay, Triple D always good, man. He always gonna uplift you a little bit. And he lets you. Shit. He don't lie to you because I've been to a few places that were on diners, drivers, and dives. And let me tell you, that food was slapping and took yeah. me right to Flavor Town. Yeah. Yeah. Right up. Flavor Town population, you. And then Triple now, G, guys, grocery games, great entertainment. Even though you it, know it's coming, you still entertain like a 10-year-old. It's So I haven't watched that one because to me, I'm just like, why are y'all trying to steal one of the greatest shows ever created, Supermarket well, nah, Sweep? They don't answer questions like, or nothing. They pretty much, he makes them do all these crazy you stuff. You cook. But he gives them, yeah, you still cook, but he just has these games. But you didn't used to cook on Supermarket Sweep. Nah, no. Supermarket Sweep was just like the shopping and finding the stuff and yeah. Nah. Navigating the aisles. Nah, he pretty much did a he pretty much did a cooking show in a Kroger. <laughs> Straight up. Straight up. Well, my number one, and I assume Reggie's number one, ain't doing no fucking cooking show in a goddamn Kroger. This motherfucker's Fuck gonna off. be screaming in your face. <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. You want me to take this out to customers? No, can't do it. I it's fuck fucking so raw. Fuck off. You know, it must well be mooing. That's what you need cracking. Look at it. Moo, moo. Yeah, definitely number one. Talking about that. Uh, Gordon Ramsey, the king of mean. Like he's meaner than anybody else. Paul Hollywood's hey, nice mean. But then, but then when you do great, he's going to let you know you did great too. I love when he, because he likes to fake I, On Kitchen out. Nightmares, I love when they actually turn it around and he's like the people. Like, that's like a, Makes you feel good. I love when he like. There's a few times, you know, he's been like, he'll taste something and he'll be like, "Okay, so what's uh, what's the deal with you? You gotta do this." All right, no, no, no. I'm gonna pay for your go to cooking school. You don't have to save up or work these jobs anymore. I'm paying for it, whether you win or lose, doesn't matter. You're going to fucking culinary school. I'm paying for it. And you're like, damn. And then he'll be like, "Hey, Mick, fuck off! What is that right there?" And you're like, you just went from like heartwarming to like, and fucking- have y'all seen uh Next Level Chef? I have not. This show is great where he's just one of three coaches, so he's never evil, like, because he he has a team. 
So he just trying to help his team. See, that's like why he, I like Master yeah. Chef. Master Chef to me is his best show because it's like half and half. He's there to because you know they're not real cooks, but they're at the same time when they have those team competitions or when they have a restaurant competition. That's we go into uh, 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 Chef Gordon Bow. But yeah, it's like I think it's pretty good. That's my show now. Hell's Kitchen used to be my show, but I watched. And Master he Chef said one of the now. best lines ever because they had to cook a roux, and he told the nigga. It's not rue. It's ruined. <laughs> it threw it. And I'll never forget that. Like, it's not rue. It's ruined. You already know what's coming. Oh. He tells people to come here. Hey, hey, you, you and you, come here. <laughs> come here. Uh-oh. I love it, though. And I love his Hot Ones episode. You know, everything. I love his Key and Peele skit where they're just, like, pulling out the Gordon Ramsay shit. Like, chef. You are have to leave because this is food made by the gods, and you don't deserve to be on this show. You deserve to be in a five star chef restaurant. Blah 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 blah. Just not one that human beings live on. And like what? <laughs> I don't understand. Man, one time for Gordon Ramsay, and two times for his uh, what is it called? The sticky toffee pudding. Oh my gosh, it is something to live for at his restaurant. That was good. That whiskey cake and plano. Hell yeah. Now, Krius, what you got for some honorable mentions? Honorable mentions, I got Michael Simon, Sonny Anderson, Alex Guarnaschelli, Giada De Laurentiis, and honestly, who I watch now a little bit here and there is Reed Drummond, the pioneer woman. Oh, hmm. no. So, uh, Alex is your favorite chef on Chopped? Uh, like, yeah, I guess she's my favorite judge. Can we take a moment? Um, because I, when Kel was here, we watched a lot of Chopped and stuff, and we realized does it, does Ted ruin the fucking show? Every time we're watching the show, people will be in the middle of something, or the chefs, like the judges, will be talking about something. Like, oh, you know, they could be doing this or that or the other. And then Ted's like, I mean, or they could, like, you know, brazen and someone and say, shut the fuck up, Ted. Nobody asked you for your goddamn. He always <laughs> I, I like Ted cool because Ted. he always is like making it fun. Yeah, I'm cool with Ted. It's like we all, I just realized, we and Kel, like all of a sudden we were just like, Ted, stop. you have a great thing going here. Stop interjecting. Otis, I had to have a nobody's panel. here if to I see have you, a chop Otis. Panel, if I had to have a chop panel, give me Alice Gornicelli, give me Mark Murphy, and give me Amanda Freitag. I'm good. I just oh, want, Amanda? Yeah. I just want Ted. Amanda's Amanda the, might uh, be the only one I don't like. I like, a, I like a lot of them. I like a lot of them. But Ted definitely for me is the Otis. It's like it's like nobody's here to hear you sing. Otis, stop talking. Yeah, he's definitely he's definitely part of the show, man. Quit hating now. My honorable mentions: I got uh, Emerald Lagasse, Wolfgang Puck, Mario Batelli, Whoa, Rachel Ray, and Michael Simon. (laughs) Whoa. Mario what? Batelli, yeah. Did he get canceled or something? Uh, sexual harasser, big sexual. Oh well. I did not know. I was a kid when I saw uh, Mario Batelli, so I didn't. Recently. He was an adult when he got caught. They literally, they literally had to cancel a TV show on ABC because of what happened. Because they well, look, I hadn't heard of him until Reverse. I his names, and I was like, "Oh shit, I remember him from the '90s." So I just put him on the list in the honorable mention. I didn't, you know, research. Hey, that I looked up the names. It was on a list, and the thing I looked at wasn't like, "Hey, even though he's canceled, they didn't say anything in the thing." 
I got Bobby Flay. I got my favorite Iron Chef America, Masahiro Morimoto. Oh, Master with the ponytail. Yeah, yeah. Jeff Goldman. Okay. Remember him from the cakes? Did you watch Ace the Cakes? Yeah. And then I I got on the Bacon Championship shows. I got Michael Simon. I like the Holiday Bacon Championship. Do they do it year round? They do a bacon championship for every season. Like holiday oh, okay. bacon championship is about to start, I think, this week, and it better record on my DVR. Okay. It's time. Okay. Y'all, y'all we heard. are the champ, y'all, my friend. I got to sing it like Dirk. No time for loser. We <laughs> are the champ, y'all. Oh, the world. You know. Big shout out our 2023 Texas Rangers, you know, immortalized forever. Take that monkey off our back, you know, alleviate Neftali and Nelson. You know, we don't, we forgive them as a city now. It's okay. We've moved on. And I think Red's had a great idea because it was, hey, let's just do top five championship winning teams that we rooted for. Yeah, let's celebrate. And we might have uh, quite a bit of commonality, but we also might not. Now, I hope y'all put the years because I didn't want to just put like this yeah, team. Put the years. You know I mean, so try to pick actual runs. So Just Reg, to me, start the off. years make a difference. Exactly. So let's start off with you, Reg. What you got at number five? At number five, I know y'all don't have because y'all don't root for this team. But shout out to 2010. Your boy had been watching a beautiful game for a while and I cheered. Liverpool, but I also cheered for Espana. <laughs> and we won the World Cup and it was live in the flesh. And what made it even cuter, all offense, is how much pre love Brazil and how it didn't work out for them. But it worked out for us. <laughs> okay, because it worked Spain out for in us. 2010 winning the World Cup. Worked out for us four years later. You know, Germany got another one of them things, so I'm not worried. Chris, what you got at number five? Number five. 2019-2020 was a great time. It was the first time I got to see it with my own four eyes. Okay. Even though it was behind closed doors during COVID, it didn't matter to me. What's earned is earned, and we took it. (laughs) We did it. What time? For Liverpool FC winning the Premier League. Coming in at number five. It's sad, though. I didn't get to see the real celebration with the fans and all that. And get to see the parade and all that. But it was great to see him, Jordan Hindu, lend up that trophy and go. We taking baby steps to see it again. Congratulations. My number five. Y'all might have a little higher, but it's the only one I remember because the other ones I was um, literally not able to capably form memories in my brain yet. So my number five from the 1994-1995 National Football League season. To be announced. No, no, keep going, keep going. That's the only one you remember? Why wouldn't you remember the the one after that? That wasn't, there wasn't one after that. That was the the last last one. one. 
What the two before that? I was two and three years old. I was five. It's two and three versus five. Oh no, this one is to be announced. Then this the one you're talking about. Yeah, the last year wrong. Okay, okay. Then yes, that's the one I'm talking about. What did you say? Ninety-five. There's a ninety-four, ninety-five season. Yeah, because they won it. Yeah, I thought they won it in uh, the ninety-five season, but they won it in ninety-six, right? Yeah, because I wrote down ninety-six. Okay, then maybe I was the one. Same one, though. 95 San Francisco. Yeah, we talked about the, it's the same it? one, though. I'm sure it's yeah. the same one because we only yeah. won it in 90. Was it if you count the real year? I got 93, it, 94, 94, 96. 94, 96. So, but okay, you got the right season, though. Yeah, the season was 92. Dude, me and that was older. It doesn't matter. Well, then what you got, Reg? My number four. Four. The reason for the season. To be announced. Chris, what you got <laughs> number four? Number four. I was trying to get the year. Let me see if I can get it real quick. I believe it was. Hold on. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. Let's see. Here we go. Should be it. believe it was 2019. Why is okay. it not telling me? It is not telling me here. There we go. Well, maybe it'll tell me here. I guess still not. I believe it was 2019, but I know the team that we beat was Tottenham Hotspur. And we'll never oh, okay. back to bang. Liverpool FC win the Champions League coming in at number four. Yeah, that's so you putting the Champions League above the Premier League. Yeah, only way you can. And congratulations. Oh, you agree to? Yeah, well, my my Chelsea seasons are Champions League. I always League, try so to uh, try to decide with myself. I I can't never make up my mind what I care more about. You know why I like that one more? Champions League because of how we got there. Do you remember that Barcelona comeback? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. In the words of my dude from the wire. Oh yeah. Oh, I thought you was doing uh the big timers. That no, I'm doing that dude from the wheelchair in the wire. <laughs> and you hiding your kitty. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, my number four is from the 1998-1999 National Hockey League. Oh season. I remember this is how sad life was. I remember we would get out of baseball practice. Or foot, you know, basketball or whatever. And I would go with my teammates' dads. We go to Hooters and watch all these games. I remember watching the playoff games. And I was asleep when we actually won it because I was a child. But I don't really give a fuck if it's you know skates in the crease or not, Buffalo. The stars got themselves a cup, baby. So I won the Dallas Stars, won the Stanley Cup. It was Shout great. Shout out to Mike Madonna. Mike Madonna, Langenbrunner, you know, Hull. Uh, shout out Darian shout Hatcher, Zubov, Matt Pachuk, you know, every, every one of them. It was so great. Ed Belfour, I'm telling you, it was a great, great time to watch hockey back when you could still light niggas up and, and fight. And we have some of the biggest goons you would ever see. Our captain, Darian Hatcher, was a thug. Hey, Chris, wasn't that a people. great time to watch hockey? Is hey, y'all two probably... Or... Is that when they had the glowing puck on the on the screen so you could see the puck? Remember trying to do that BS? That was 
nonsense. But I do what I liked about it though is see, I only remember this and watched it and rooted for this team because I was in the city of P and I hung out with whites. So they watched a lot of hockey, but it was really a good thing. Like I'm telling y'all, the rest of the city wasn't really as interested as we I was because Thomas, we know you hang with him with some of the topics that you give us on weeks. Okay, so oh uh, well, hey, you know, I mean, so does Reggie. Never forget, hello, Jeremy. <laughs> Welcome to the city of P where the heat is on. And he listens to all Fallout Boy to the break of dawn. Welcome to Palano. It is Caucasian and we know. Now, let's go with your number three, Reg. My number three. From 2005. I was up at K-State enjoying myself. <laughs> I was up there with <laughs> Chris No Montreal. A Illinois fan to the death of him. And I got to watch North Carolina put it on him <laughs> and win the national championship. And the reason why that's my favorite North Carolina championship, because, you know, we got a few of them things. It's just because of those circumstances, like what we was doing. We was in, what was the apartments called across from uh, the dorms? The, uh, uh, yeah, the commons or something like that. But, yeah, oh, the university yeah. commons? Yeah, there was a bunch Is of people he? in a little apartment, Thomas. Like, you could just imagine a bunch of college students in a little apartment watching the TV we thought was big. <laughs> we used to want to stay there because you had the four-bedroom joint with the common little living room area that everybody mm -hmm. I used to be like, oh, man, me and the three homies, if y'all got our money together, we could live over here. What's wild? Over there eventually, and what Is happened? That everybody got their own room. Don't nobody want to do the dishes. I'm trying to remember. So that you said that was 2005. So is that... Uh... Darren Williams and D Browns, yes, Illinois, yes, yes. And who was on that North Carolina team? Uh, Raymond Felton and yeah, and Sean uh, May and uh, yeah. Marvin Williams or Marvin, yeah, Marvin Williams, or Sean McCants. Okay, Whoa. the original I'm Kardashian dater. <laughs> I remember that game though. Yeah. All right, though, Chris, what you got at three? Number three. It was Ray J. He made a song about it. Right. I hit it. I hit it. <laughs> See, I knew. I was waiting you to come with it. I had to let you get it out your system. Number three. 1993. 1993 is the number. Okay. So really, it's the 1994 Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah, those so are honorable mentions for me. I was a tad younger. I was 15. I was yeah, three years old. I was happy out here in these streets. I was nine. As we laid the smack down on the Buffalo Bills. Okay. I think, I think this happened. When he said laid the smack down, what was the score? 52 to. Oh, no, not this one. I'm talking uh, about the 30 13 one. The Georgia, oh, okay. Dome, the okay. Georgia Dome whipping. Putting the whipping on the Buffalo Bills. Felt good to get it again, but it's not my favorite one. But this would be number three. Oh, okay. Well, my number three is what jerseys reason... did we wear? Do you remember? Because I was trying to remember what jerseys we wore for my two we being white, but I we? can't remember. Did we were white? I don't think we ever wore blue in the Super Bowl. Now I'm thinking about it. Okay. My number three likes to wear white. It's the reason for the season 2023's. World okay. Series. Oh, damn, got it up there Olympians. early. Homie, I was, I'm not going to lie. This is going to be a sad moment, but 
after 2011, I was genuinely like, you know, you know who our father is. I was like, is he going to ever get to see this in his lifetime? Or is he just going to have to live oh, his whole okay. entire life without getting to see the one team he truly loves, even though he hates on them 24-7, win the actual championship? That's and then it happened. <laughs> and I was like, so I was so happy. I rooted for... You have no idea how much I yelled at Juan Gonzalez in the, from the outfield as a child. Yeah, used to yeah. root for Pudge. Oh, used to root won. for Rusty Greer. Used to, I'm telling you, I've been a diehard Rangers fan because Rusty my Greer can't be the third name you keep saying, man. We all got to shout out Juan and, <laughs> and Pudge and, and Rusty Pudge, Greer. But then Rusty Greer is always your third name. Like, he is my. He, he was gotta my, be Belcher. He got to be Kizzer. Michael Young. Somebody, look, man. Come when on, you can man. ask Dad when I was a child and I was little in elementary school. Rusty Greer and Mark McLemore were my two favorite Rangers, period, because I played second base and because Rusty Greer hustled, and I used to enjoy watching him play. I'm telling Rafael you. Palmero. I don't know. He ruined himself with that finger oh, point. Now, Charlie hustled ass over here. <laughs> I like him because he hustled. He hustled his ass. Just out. ask Dad. Like, I'm telling you. Dad's favorite Ruben Ranger Sierra, is Leonie Tavares. Dad's favorite Ruben Ranger is Leonie Tavares. People enjoy the players they enjoy. You Buddy can't explain Bill. it. And let's not kid ourselves. Rusty Greer was still a great player. You know what I mean? That's just like, yeah, he's great. I also like in our later phases, I was more into Michael Young than like Kinsler or Beltre or Josh Hamilton. You know what I mean? Like Michael Young is in that Hall of Fame, baby. But yeah, uh, I'm so glad the Rangers won the World Series. I'm so glad Kinsler and Beltre and Michael Young and Colby Lewis are gonna all get rings because yeah, 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 just extras. Hey, we're gonna throw them out to y'all. But I'm like, oh, what about Derek Holland or fucking uh, CJ nah. Wilson or what any other homies that with us? We're at Reggie's two. My number two, 1996. I two be announced Thomas. I guess it's the 95-96 season. Okay. We beat the Steelers. Okay. And I was actually, you know, because the other ones I was younger, but right now I'm, what, 10, 11 years old, man. This is the time to fall in love with sports. And we kicking ass. And <laughs> my team already been kicking ass. So all I know is my team kicking ass. <laughs> and we won that Super Bowl. I got to go to school and talk all that shit. Boy, come on now. Let me ask you a question. Do you think it would have been different if we played Indy instead of Pittsburgh? I couldn't tell you right now. I'll say who's the answer on is that no. Indianapolis team. Who's on the Indianapolis team? That was John uh, Randall. That was the Jim Harbaugh year when it was calling him Captain Comeback. I personally, because I was uh, five years old, six years old, I guess, just turned six. I, I was. We were like, oh no, we were winning. I didn't know anything but that. I was like, oh, the Cowboys. All we do is win. Okay, I mean, yeah. I don't, like I don't even understand the rule set. I, mean, I used to. This is when I used to be like. We got a touchdown. And they're like, Thomas, do you see that there's a yellow this is a flag right there? We have to wait. There's a penalty. We have to see what's happening right now. And, and like, the bad talk- thing no. about being <laughs> in the city of P is when you win a championship for the Cowboys, you don't get to talk shit at school because everybody there is a Cowboys fan. Oh, yeah. No, it's just like a, you know, it's basically <laughs> it's, a, it's a school holiday. I'll have you know the Rangers won the World Series. And at pretty much every school in DFW was like, oh, yeah, there's no school on parade day. And it's like, we're not going to Arlington. Why? Are, yeah, Arlington can cancel school. Why are you, Why is Plano having no school so they, so can, they watch can go to Arlington? So they can watch the parade. I'm happened in the old days where the teacher would just pull the screen down and turn the TV yeah, on. Yeah, they know the some of them, they can't even get to school because people are going to call in or people ain't going to go to school anyway. So they oh, might as well just say F it. So that's why it's yeah. there. All right, right, where we at? My number two? Your number two. 
Okay. Here's something that I thought I'll never see. 2011. My number two as well. Up here in the summertime in KC. To be goddamn announced. Okay. Well, let's talk about it because it's time for your number one. My one, number one, 2011. One, I cried one, in the driveway. One. I did the most. It was the greatest day of all time. And to make it sweeter, I rooted for this team for as long as I can remember. And when I say they sucked, they sucked. <laughs> Imagine NBA Jam coming out and you can't even pick the team that you love because they blow on the game, too. <laughs> out to the Dallas Mavericks. Gonna be Jim okay. Jackson and Jamal Mashburn and try to take on Jordan. No, say, they had that one when they had no, it three. was Mike Azzaroni. Oh, you about the first, the, yeah, the first ones, yeah. But when Jamal and and Jason and Jim came around, that was the mood then. Yes, yeah, so shout out to that team, man. And it was even sweeter when your boy Dwayne Wade and LeBron James try to make fun of Dirk. Okay. How about hey. that for data and your Heat culture? That for culture. Yeah. Take that. As long as we sit down, got punked by JJ Barea. JJ oh, Barea. Uh, you know, never got forget. locked down by little JJ. Like, that's just wild. That man, the fact that LeBron got the clamps put on him by a man that's smaller than me is wild. Like, and revenge was for Dwayne Wade for all them goddamn free throws in 2006. Which is just bullshit because we should have won it in 06. We should be two time champ. Fucking refs hold us so hard, but yeah. I'm curious. You, What's your number one? Oh, we're not on Chris. Who we on? We are on Chris's number one. Who's your number one? My number one? Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you asked. 1992, 1993. Oh. The original Super Bowl. Thank you. The Spanky in Pasadena. On my birthday. Oh, okay. was you, you was 12, so you was the same age I was for the 96? No it was, way. It was beautiful to watch Michael Irvin do his thing. Yeah. It was comical to watch Leon Lett do his thing. Was it comical at the time? No. <laughs> but what was great is Jimmy Johnson got it done. With the Dallas Cowboys coming in at number one. <laughs> so the first one is the sweetest to you. Oh, okay. The first one is the sweetest. Usually y'all don't like Spankies, but I love Spankies when it's my team. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. A championship Spanky is a beautiful thing. But we saw one Washington in five games. Broncos as a kid, that was not fun at all because it was go to bed. Game's done. You can go to bed now. <laughs> I mean, when I, when I, we watched the Broncos get the absolute dog shit whipped out of them. That wasn't enjoyable. I wasn't rooting for either team, really. I just wanted to watch a good game, and that didn't happen. Yeah, it's nothing worse today when it's a bad Super Bowl and you watch more Puppy Bowl than the Super Bowl. That's not a good thing. Reverse shout-out to the Puppy Bowl. But my number one, I love to see it. And th like Reggie said, what makes it so much sweeter, why it's number one, is I watch this team, I love this team, I support this team, but I'm taking the second championship for two reasons. One, the game was an all-time great game. And two, I got to put it in my brother Reggie's face that my team beat his team for the national championship in the year of our Lord, 2016, men's college basketball. Chris Jenkins hit that beautiful-ass clutch shot 
in the face of North Carolina and sent Reggie into tears and me into elation. It was the greatest day in basketball history. Now, tell the truth. When your boy from Carolina, what was his name? Was that Marcus Page that hit that jumper uh, on the second of the Reggie? I was in I bet your stomach dropped, didn't it? I was terrified. I was like, no, how did this just happen? And I was like, but I will be honest with you. This is the wild part, too. I was like, hey, the score's only tied. We have a timeout. And so we took the timeout, and I was like, just sitting there watching, like, you know, like just like a kid, two hands on my chin, just like, please let this happen right now. I'll, I'm so ready to jump in the air, screaming and shouting and hollering like this was Jordan shooting over fucking uh, what's his face off the push by Russell or whatever. I was like, ready to go. And RC Jock now just hit that little toss back lob. Chris Jenkins pulled up, and I was like, oh my God, this is funny. This is the greatest thing ever. And then, sure enough, the second that shot went in, I was like, hey, Reg, how about that national championship? And he was like, oh, it's, it's, it's me. <laughs> like, it was the greatest, greatest feeling. It was better than beating Reggie and Madden. I'm telling you, you cannot feel the elation. And like Reggie says, this team wasn't the greatest. It took a run in the tournament, the Big East tournament stuff to get in to the oh, and everything. I'm telling you, is oh, such vindication. Loved it. And he had just became a fan the year before. Absolutely so not. Meant that rocked, much more? rocked with Villanova since 2005, 2006. So stop hating on yourself. Honorable mentions, Reggie. Honorable mentions 2005 and 2019, Liverpool. 93 and 94 Cowboys. And in the year 2000, the Oklahoma Sooners brought it home. Chris, what you got? All right, for me, uh, I got the 2023 Texas Rangers. I got the 1995, so the last Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl. And the 2015 Kansas City Royals World Series. This man can't have a make that even with the Rangers. Yeah, he just sure did. He said they're on the same footing. They're both honorable mentions. The audacity. My honorable mentions. I got the 2020-2021 Chelsea team that won the Champions League, and they. It was great because they were garbage the whole year. I've been rooting for Chelsea for forever. And they that year they were in eighth. That was when we finished eighth in the Premier League and still won the Champions League and got to keep Tottenham out of the Champions League because we won and they got bumped down. It was great. Loved it. Really good comeback. 2018, when Villanova beat Michigan, you know, that was never forget. That was the other one. We got Chelsea in 2011 and 12 when they won the Champions League with Drogba getting that elite clutch kick in the final. Oh, loved it. Then I got 2005, 2006. That was the first season I started rooting for Chelsea, and Mourinho came in, and they just absolutely dominated everybody with a score of 1-0. to And then I got 2016, 17's Chelsea's Premier League title one when Eden Hazard was out here smoking fools, making them look silly, and that was a great and beautiful thing to watch. So, so yeah. that park in the bus championship felt as good as the Eden Hazards? Oh, yeah, absolutely, because the fact that we just literally only – we only gave up, like, I think it was 10 goals the entire year. And like, and, we, and I'm telling you, that team, I didn't know any better. It was the first time I started watching. So I'm just like, oh, this is how teams play. You just methodically, like, take apart people and then move the ball up the field and then bomb it to Drogba and let him annihilate people. Maybe let Nicholas and Nelka come in or Florent Maluda, Solomon Kalou, you know, Essien, Balik, Ivanovich, Carvalho, you know, John Terry, Frank Lampard, uh, Petr Cech, one of the greatest goalers of all time. Are really about to name the whole 20-man squad? 
I was saying, Reggie wants to be out here like, I don't know that team or I didn't watch them. And I'm just like, hey, homie, I definitely was about this team. Jeez. Shout out to Maluda, who tried to play for two different countries. Uh, <laughs> the streets, man. Can't play for France and Guadalupe. Choose one. And on that note. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time for the final say. So say it quick because I got places to go. (laughs) So my final say is really quite simple and basic. I just want to know how Reggie felt about Crown Jewel since it's actually now happened. Because from what I've seen, it was a mixed bag. There were some good qualities, some things that really worked out. The Logan Paul Ray Mysterio highlights I've seen, especially the saving race neck part. I was very much like, okay, this match seemed like it was solid. People seemed to enjoy uh, but not love Solo and John Cena, you know. Uh, the women's match. match was great. Yeah, I, I'll give it a B. Okay, okay. Because this is like a good in your house. You know what I mean? Like, it's not as good as like a top four pay-per-view. But yeah. I don't it's think definitely the best crown jewel. It's definitely think... the best crown jewel. And I don't think it's a coincidence that not bringing out Goldberg or The Undertaker is part of that. Or Brock Lesnar, you know. <laughs> Yeah. But the LA Knight Roman match delivered for you? That match was it was what I thought it was gonna be. That's why like it can't be an A because of the main event. All right. So it wasn't back. a bad match, but it was just I might try to just, go back and watch it sometime this week. You could do that match in your imagination. The women's match was crazy. I didn't expect it to be that good. The five way or the EO and Bianca one? EO and Bianca. And then, of course, Kyrie Sane coming back was a, a huge deal. Which means to me they're saving Jade Cargill for the Royal Rumble. I was amazed That's how much saying. the crowd was into it. Like, they was letting Saudi Arabia sing Cody's theme. <laughs> it's like, America. All right, Reg, what's your final say? My final say was going to be Crown Jewel. So now I'm oh. going to just take a moment <laughs> to bring up my favorite match from Crown Jewel, which was by far. The Logan Paul Rey Mysterio match. Listen here. That dude Logan Paul was built for this. It's time to start putting him on Kurt Angle's level. Whoa, let's not at ever. But somebody, somebody is on. this some not Kurt Angle what he got to. I'm talking about Kurt Angle like in his sixth match. Like oh. we was all like, what the fuck is this? How is this dude this good? He just started a, a few months ago. Like that's where Logan Paul is. Like, damn, this nigga. Logan He's, to me looks like to Randy Orton. Like Logan to me is Randy Orton. Both of them were so talented, but cocky, and I hated them both when they came in. Yeah. Like, like you know, young Randy. Imagine never if Randy years. didn't come from another generation and have like all the Randy came up from FCW, uh, OVW. Like Randy, <laughs> he did the not the Indies, but I guess the WWE Indies. But yeah, like this that's... dude just showed up and got it. Yeah, him and Bad Bunny, but even and like Red said, to hate. But the fact that he saved Rey Mysterio, that's the one thing I want to say. Like, that's a true wrestling instinct move to see that because he was like, Oh, I'm selling, but he's like, Oh, Ray didn't get enough hype. And he just was like, No, I need to go forward and catch this dude like immediately. <laughs> like, that was that's natural, man. You know, and he has the title now, so we'll see what ends up happening. He'll take it all over the place, but you've got to assume. He's gonna drop it to LA Knight, right? Like that's my assumption is LA Knight will beat Logan Paul for the title. 
Oh, I figured he'd go over and beat Seth. Oh, that's a possibility too, I guess. Uh, I didn't think about that part. So, yeah. But all right, Chris, what you got for your final say? Final say. I got two questions answered over the weekend. First question answered. Is Josh McDaniels a good coach? No. Oh, damn. Rub his salt in the wound. And it has finally been revealed that he is not a good coach. <laughs> finally. And, and I had a sneaky feeling he wasn't a good coach. Did you have a sneaky feeling in Denver? Yes. Did you have yes, a feeling that maybe Tom Brady is the one that made him look like he I was a good coach? I got a sneaky coach? suspicion that all these coaches look good because of Tom Brady because they look, nobody look good without him. Or are we not sure that Belichick's not doing all the coaching that these niggas is just sitting in chairs? Yes, but here's the problem. He's without Tom Brady. Look how he's looked since, since, since Tom Brady chucked up the deuces. I think Belichick's washed. He don't know how that value. Yeah, but Tom Brady wasn't way. coaching the defense. That is correct. That's why that's why you don't hear me saying that he's not like he just lived out for Brady. I do do believe he's a great coach. But he's not the greatest coach. No, Second the though, greatest is Jim Harbaugh a cheater? Absolutely. Yes, he is. But it does sidelines. The question that we're going to get up. answered finally is how they look against a good team. We're going to find out next week against Penn State. And as Reggie oh. said at 1 a.m. in the morning to Mike. <laughs> well, I won't say what he said to Mike at 1 in the morning. It was kind of rude. It Penn was, State was not British rude. Is, everything he like was saying way. yesterday was rude. This sudden <laughs> Cowboys fan. Uh, now now you rock for Oklahoma State. All I heard was Michigan before yesterday. Things <laughs> <laughs> climb out of rocks, don't they? It's crazy. You know, sisters show up. Only had about, I think, two times in their life that they could like talk shit to me about, oh, you losing to Oak State. And I'm just like, congratulations. What do you want from me? Like, I'm not worried about you. Now, Josh McDaniels, we all do who's garbage. Michigan, it's not going to, it doesn't matter. This is one of those things where it's like, yeah, he cheated. You all cheat. Get over it. It's your fault yeah, for letting some idiot. That's a different idiot. level of cheat where your man is uh, on the opposite uh, side. No, no you it's fell time, for the banana in the, the tailpipe. That's your it's fault. It's time for the uh, SMU death penalty. <laughs> like, I'm out here talking about, you're, you fell for the banana in the tailpipe. How are you going to have a dude that's clearly not on your staff, on your sideline, in your gear, like, doing stuff? Now, this dude, though, is a cold-blooded stallion. He's out here like, oh, I resign, and I'm absolutely not helping any of y'all with anything. And it's like, what? Jim Harbaugh was like, hey, fool, here's a cool Millie. Jim Harbaugh was and running Balco. Exactly. Right, that's Jim exactly what it sounded like to me. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh's out here. You taking down San Francisco and Stanford? <laughs> and you think, do you think the Raiders are going to be like, hey, Harbaugh, you want to come out here? We, You know, we got Devontae. That's all I've been hearing hey, about. Now Chicago don't beat them to it. And on that note, thank you for hanging out with us. We appreciate you. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, and all that good stuff, man. I ain't going to do all the usual spiel. Just find us on social. Stiff is easy. You can find me at Playmaker316 on Instagram and Twitter, man. Hop with the three jams. Learn about it. Rich, aka Rich, exclamation point. You can find me at livefromthis.com for the music and livefromthat.com for the merch. Bye, son. It's your boy Thomas, aka Stimpy. You can find me at Stimpy is King. You can find me and Kel doing Unqualified Observers unqualified. every <laughs> single week. And 
Uh, you can find FC Dallas trying to win in game three to keep surviving. Let's go, fire! Playoffs. That's the fire, man! Keep doing it! It's the burn! At the was like the old team name. They're BS. not even that no more. It's FC Dallas, man. Say it right. It goes for it. Let's get these St. Louis cats out of here. Peace, baby.